Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for September the 9th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country and to do so in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed. We use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And absolutely, the checks and balances are brilliant. And one of the great solutions we still have at our fingertips, and you know we reject revolution and we stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. we got a lot to talk about, very little time, so I'd like to welcome Dr. Scott Bradley back to the broadcast to preserve the nation, his lifelong goal and collegiate series to match. His website's freedomsrisingsun.com. Welcome back, doctor. Well, thank you. And, you know, it's just weird. We always comment about how quickly the weeks go. I mean, here it is time to probably mow the lawn again for all your listeners, you know. And and we hardly even get a weekend, it seems like, anymore, and it's time to mow it again. It's just the time is flying by, and uh, I there's just so much happening. I, I don't know how we can cover it all in the few times we get together each week. We certainly cannot. That's why we got to learn to pick and choose because, as Solinsky wisely pointed out, hey, all they got to do is overwhelm the system, and most folks can't focus. Everybody's running around crazy. Nobody can focus on anything long enough to do anything about it, etc. It's the problem. It's the curse of our day. But you know what? We can turn to God, family, and country. And if we use those three kind of milestones as our guide, we can really jettison a lot of the problems that we face as we kind of highlight real solutions. Uh, and help people kind of understand. I'll give you a quick example. I interviewed Mary uh, Toko yesterday, uh, and she is a international speaker, author, international researcher, all on vaccinations. Uh, She's considered an expert on the dangers of vaccines. She's been around for a long time researching this for 40-plus years. And we talked about Mary's new book, Natural Immune Development, and her six-part DVD series, Vaccines, Risks, Responsibility, Um, ignite your passion for truth and I bring that up because again you know people like that really can put perspectives on things they can take very complicated subjects that everybody argues and fights about and put it in a succinct way to where you can get your arms around um, not only what you ought to do personally facts on your side but then how to combat those naysayers and those who would attack you or try to deceive you uh, and literally fill you with propaganda on the topics so that's an example of an interview and a guest that can really kind of narrow things down. When we come to Scott Bradley, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we really talk about somebody who can clearly help you constitutionally understand what needs to be done and why and how and where, constitutionally speaking. Uh, and that's why we bring people to the roundtable to filter out some of that negative, some of that just, just, you know, hey, we're just confused all over the map, crazy, and really provide laser light focus on solutions, on what we can do personally and as families. Um, to deal with the, uh, in my opinion, I don't know what you want to call it, backsliding, religiously speaking, society we seem to find ourselves in, uh, where everything is up for, quote, interpretation or manipulation or, uh, you know, this humanist idea that everything is relative. It's all a lie, and we can combat it with simple, clear, fundamental truths. The first one I want to start with is Ted Cruz. 
Uh, Senator Ted Cruz emails me, and he says some things that are absolutely true. He says, complete corruption, plain and simple. The FBI interfered in the 2020 election to help Joe Biden. That we already knew, Ted Cruz. The FBI released an almost completely redacted affidavit supposedly explaining their reasons they raided Mar-a-Lago. That's infuriating. That's a problem. He's right about that. Mark Zuckerberg then joined Joe Rogan's podcast where he was asked about Facebook's decisions to manipulate algorithms. In an amazing response, Zuckerberg just casually kind of explained how it all went down. But here's the bottom line. They say this is corrupt and simple, Merrick Garland, and the FBI must explain this outrageous and blatantly illegal interference. Okay, I appreciate that, Ted. But who at the FBI called Mark Zuckerberg? Who came up with a plan for the FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago? Who at the White House knew these illegal actions by the FBI? We need answers. Help me expose the FBI. We need to make sure we take the U.S. Senate and the House. Please donate to my campaign is the next deal. Um, Dr. Bradley, I am sick of it. Listen to me very carefully, people. If there is criminal activity by the FBI, and I'm convinced there is, if there's criminal activity by Joe and the Justice Department and the administration, which I'm convinced there is, in court now they blatantly admitted that at least 11 government agencies have tampered in elections and tampered with uh, your First Amendment rights, all five guarantees in the First Amendment, they've literally, you know, this uh, Operation Mockingbird that we heard about yesteryear that everybody tries to say, well, some say it's real, some say it's not. Now uh, has really, um, you know, been driven to ground. We've grounded the truth on these things. We know now. Okay, they're doing this. It's criminal activity at the highest levels and interfering with elections now. Promote a ton on Joe Biden uh, of, of good while shutting down Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, criminal stories of international espionage and more. Lie about that. Minimize that. Force the media to minimize that. And then the other side of the coin, you know, hey, attack Donald Trump. Say he's a Russian, you know, partner, spy, whatever. Uh, the dossier, this, that. Okay, it's all election fraud. Plain and simple. But here's my problem, Dr. Bradley. They are using this literal criminal activity as the Republicans saying, please elect me. Even Rand Paul's doing this. Hey, the elections are coming up. We've got to make sure we take control of the House and the Senate uh, in November. If we don't, it's curtains for everybody. And by golly, um, you know, we've got to talk about God. Uh, you know, let's, let's promote God. But, um, hey, uh, why don't you support God but send your money to me at my address? And we go on and on and on. But, Dr. Bradley... If this is as criminal as they say, and I'm convinced that it is, we can't wait for another election cycle. We can't wait till the Republicans supposedly take the majority. We can't. This is criminal activity with, with, for the elections, and then they want me to fund them in their elections? Well, with the criminal activity, they'll never win. What I'm saying is we can't play games and politics with fraud, with crimes, with corruption, with election tampering or election fixing. Um, This is insane, Dr. Bradley. So I appreciate that Ted Cruz is incensed, but he's only incensed enough to raise money, not to go after criminals. Dr. Bradley. Yeah, there's there's always a lot to be pulled on on this thing. And and I, I too, am sick and tired. And I guess it's sick and tired of every Rahm Emanuel opportunity to take every emergency and turn it into a 
an opportunity for themselves. Both sides of the aisle do this. There's, uh, I mean, I, I see lots of emails that come out and, you know, when the abortion thing was uh, still up in the air on the, in the uh, Supreme Court, uh, there were groups that were looking to get money to affect the outcome of the, the Supreme Court decision in a different way. And it's like, what? What? You're, you're collecting money to, to run against the Supreme Court? Uh, both sides of the aisle do this. It's, it's, it's just basically a mercenary action. And there are a lot of groups out there that just plain are looking for a fundraising opportunity. Uh, the United Nations uh, has before it a uh, small arms treaty that everybody that uh, loves the Second Amendment is against. And there's people that fundraise me regularly to help us stop the United Nations Treaty. Well, the United Nations Treaty is not being signed to the United States. And on top of that, even if it was, it couldn't destroy the Second Amendment. But everybody's looking for the opportunity to fundraise. Nobody, really, it seems like, is looking for anything but money. Uh, by the way, this uh, uh, warrant that on the uh, raid, <laughs> the haters wouldn't be do that because it, it was a legal warrant that was executed at the uh, Trump residence. Anyway, it's 38 pages long. I've gone through that warrant. Um, it's, it's amazing to me from about page 9 through about page 30, it is basically blacked out. It's... It's like, uh, ha, ha, we're sending you black construction paper. It's not quite that bad, but just about. The ands and ors and thes are still in there. Uh, you ought to get it, look at it, read it. Uh, but the fact of the matter is that um, uh, the, the, the real issue is the criminal activity, as you point out, of, of an uh, agency of the U.S. government that has become extremely partisan that has become a tool, if you will, or a weapon to be used by one party against another. And uh, they're blatant about it, it seems like, and, and it's, it's appalling. Uh, Cruz is right. There's a, there is a problem here. We have, I mean, he puts out a couple of pages in his uh, uh, email that he put out, and, and if you click on them, all it does is, I'm donating for Ted Cruz, and there's boxes you can click for how much you're going to donate, stuff like that. You can't read any more of the uh, uh, redacted uh, warrant. You've got to go out and look a little bit for that. But it's available, and you can look at it and see how bad it is. The, you know, the boilerplate that's there that isn't redacted, and then the details of it that really will tell us what the heck is going on. It's all been crossed out. So, uh, you know, there's, there's really been a, a huge cover-up. Uh, th this effort to, to deep-six any stories on Hunter Biden's laptop, it appears, and, and again, is it, did they really try and cover up and assist the Biden um, election or, or not? What, what did they do? And, and the fact of the matter is they've got to have some transparency, and if it comes out that they're doing the wrong thing, it's, it's got to be stopped, or we're in deeper trouble than we ever imagined in this country. Yeah, but I besides campaigning for election, filthy lucre, nobody's even talking about doing anything. They just say, if you elect us, we'll investigate it. If you elect us, we'll ask them hard questions in front of Congress. That doesn't do anything, doctor. Let's talk about it in seconds.
Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com with me. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just telling you right now, let me give you this headline from the Dredge Report that really highlights what I'm saying. Rubio walks the Mar-a-Lago line. And it's a big opinion piece about how Rubio's on all these committees. He's a chief senator. He's a big guy. On one hand, he wants to join the Republicans and really criticize the wrongdoing of the FBI. On the other hand, he's got to really find out if Trump did have secret, possible um, uh, security documents. And uh, and so he's walking this line because, hey, he's coming up for election in November and the race is tightening. And so he's got to kind of walk this line and uh, kind of do be in both camps at the same time and this is what I'm talking about, doctor. They have no intention of holding the FBI responsible or literally prosecuting or, or filing criminal charges against anybody, really. Donald may or may not go to jail. If he doesn't go to jail, he's probably uh, part of the deep state. If he does go to jail, he's probably not, is the way I'm starting to look at it now. Uh, and whether Trump goes to jail or not, look, they're not going to have the FBI in any trouble. No one's going to have their head handed to them over this. No one's going to have real indictments. Oh, a few low-level people might get the ax over this or whatever. But there's no real repercussions. It's all theater, doctor. Well, I, I think there's a lot of evidence that you're correct on that. I mean, um, it seems, and I, I'm saying this more and more often, that it seems to me that Republicans are frightened of governing. They just seem to 
you know, they want to get elected, put me in office, they like the power, they like the position, but they, they do virtually the same thing the, the uh, other side does while they're there. I'll give you an example. H.R. 8404, I think it was, the past uh, 19th of July, sticks to my mind, out of the House, a huge margin. I mean, it wasn't a completely down-the-line partisan vote. There were 47 Republicans that crossed over to vote with the Democrats. All the vo Democrats voted for it. 47 Republicans voted for it. By the way, you'll be interested to note, Sam, in our home state of Utah, all four of the cowards that sit in office in the uh, House voted in favor of it. And it's called the uh, Respect for Marriage uh, uh, Law. It basically uh, expunges the Defense of Marriage Act that was out there, which defined marriage as a man and a woman. And uh, what it does is it canonizes, if you will, on national law, same-sex marriage. Okay, now, why? They've already got a couple of Supreme Court decisions out there. I think 19, no, 2013, 2015 said, uh, no, no, uh, same-sex marriage, it's cool, let's do it. Well, uh, I think they're a little worried. They're worried that Roe v. Wade got set aside uh, in the summer, and uh, there's been some talk by Clarence Thomas that says, we maybe look at some of these other things that are extra constitutional, meaning they're beyond the Constitution. They have nothing whatsoever to do with the Constitution. And, and the federal government, the general government, has no footprint at all on marriage, at all. Okay, and we could talk about the state issues and my position about that too, but, but there is nothing in the Constitution that would indicate they can do this. And so Clarence is saying, hey, let's look at some other things uh, that are out there. Oh, my goodness. The uh, whimpering hands are being wrung. Uh, we have uh, the possibility that this, this might be set aside. And so this effort to set aside the Defense of Marriage Act with this respect for marriage thing, and they're couching it in terms to bring in Article 4 of the Constitution to make it look like, hey, wait, 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 we're the constitutionalists here. The fact of the matter is that the states, many of them, including Utah, they have a, a constitutional clause in Article 1 that says marriage is between a man and a woman. But it was all set aside with the Supreme Court decisions, and they're worried now that, uh-oh, maybe, just maybe, they might review this again. And so what they're trying to do is, is uh, set, set up a program that, that legislatively creates power over marriage at the, at the uh, national government level. And again, there's no, no authority. There's, uh, no, you know, the separation of powers and checks and balances, all that, it goes out. They're usurping this. But the Republicans are crossing over and voting for it, okay? Forty-seven of them did in the House and f all four of Utah's uh, legislative delegation. And, and so this kind of stuff goes on. When the Republicans get in office, all too often it's like, hey, get me in office and I'll fix this. No, you won't. No, you won't. You'll become just like them, and you'll hold your position and your power. And and I'm just sick and tired of it. But you're, uh, let's go back to this this FBI thing. They're trying to get reelected, and you might you may be right. Rubio's trying to to talk out of both sides of his mouth, so to speak. Uh, and it depends on which way he's looking is is how he's talking. It happens all across. There are very few. There, I mean, we had recently a uh, 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 an effort established and, and put forth by uh, some members of the House of Representatives that are seeking to impeach uh, Joe Biden. And, and the 
reasons are very apparent, how he handled Afghanistan and, and the issues of, of laptop stuff and, and his, uh, his unwillingness to enforce the immigration law, which is law, and it's his duty to do so. If you read Article 2, he's got to carry out the law. And, and they're very sound principles that they want to impeach him on. There's just a, a minuscule number that are stepping this forth. Everybody else is wringing their hands in the corner thinking, oh, if I could just get reelected again. I got a cushy job, a cushy paycheck, lots of accolades. Everybody wants to shake my hand, and I get to stand in front of the group. Anyway, whatever they want to be there for, the power and the glory. But the fact is, rarely, if ever, do we see anybody take any uh, overt action that would say, no, we're serious about this. And, and Ted Cruz is right. I've gone through, like I say, this 38-page warrant, and it's laughable what they've given out. I mean, there's some boilerplate addresses and a little mamby-pamby things about a moving truck was here or there or whatever, and the real stuff has been blacked out. And, and if they're really doing this, if they're intervening, like it, you know, this laptop thing that, that the uh, FBI intervened with Zuckerberger and says, oh, no, no, you gotta, you got to keep on a lid on this thing until after the election. It's like, okay, so the press is complicit in this thing. Oh, surprise, surprise. Those of us that have watched it unfold are going, yeah, this is a manifestation. It, it just really needs, we need somebody with a little backbone, and I could play, to, play some more uh, emphatically. We, we do, but let me ask you some questions. Do you think that Donald Trump's going to go to jail? No. Okay, if Donald I mean, Trump doesn't go to jail, do you think that means he's part of the deep state? Because otherwise, why would they protect him? No, I no, I I don't know. It has to be that answer. I think the answer could be that they want to derail him to the point that he can't be a footprint anymore on the nation in terms of of being able to be a, f a force to be reckoned with. They want to take away his endorsements. Oh my goodness, he's a he's a criminal. But I'll remind you, I'm not going to, please don't take this comment too far, because I do not mean it in this, this context. Those of us that follow Jesus Christ are following a convicted criminal, okay? But they, they, they can smear a person to the point that people are afraid to touch him. And again, uh, the farthest thing from my mind is to try and deify or make Trump a savior or even a Cyrus. Uh, I do not believe he is any of those things. And... Uh, and so I, I think we're, we're straining at gnats when we do that. But the fact of the matter is, if they can muddy him with this kind of thing, they don't have to put him in jail. Okay, if they so let, can me, say, let me make this clear. You don't think Donald's part of the deep state, and you don't think he'll no, go no, to jail? No, no, no. I didn't say that at all. I'm okay. saying that that does not necessarily mean that. I understand. And, and honestly, I, I'm very concerned that he's done things overtly that I can point to, that I can say, whoa, holy cow, where did that come from? Where did this red flag support come from? You know, for example, I, I mean, it's like, holy cow, where did the uh, USMCA come from? Holy cow, that's all, that's all deep state stuff. That's the Trans-Pacific Partnership uh, Treaty that's just been reworded into a Mexico-Canada agreement with us. And, and the violation of the Constitution, you know, Article 1, Section 8, in regards to Congress's responsibility to regulate commerce with foreign nations, these things are egregious violations. So there's some stuff out there on Trump that I have to scratch my head over and go, holy cow, 
Why does he sign bills that have a half a billion dollars in them for Planned Parenthood? These kinds of things just leave me cold. But but I don't think that I can absolutely unequivocally state that he's deep state. I just think that there's enough smoke there that we need to examine it further. And this deification of him by so many that, that will follow him into hell. I mean, when I was in the service, there were people that I would have followed into hell. I mean, I was dumb when I was 18. But they would have got me back out again. I'm not sure Trump is that guy. I'm not sure he is. I say he's so. not. He turns on people that have been loyal to him all the time. Let's uh, take a quick pause. We'll come back. Uh, a couple other questions related to all this in seconds. This is indeed Liberty Roundtable Live. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. A Democrat politician is being held without bail after being accused of murdering a journalist that exposed his illegal activities. The Democrat is Clark County Public Administrator Rob Tellis. Police say DNA at the home where Jeff Germain was murdered matched the politicians. On Friday, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un stressed his country will never abandon the nuclear weapon it needs to counter the United States, which he accused of weakening North Korea's defenses and eventually hoping for the collapse of his government. Un went on to lay out conditions where the North would be inclined to use its nuclear weapons. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken made an unannounced visit to Kiev, Ukraine on Thursday. He announced he's giving away $2.8 billion of your money to Ukraine and other European countries threatened by Russia. The bulk of the money is for weapons and gas-fueled vehicles. In her first public speech to children during World War II, the future Queen Elizabeth II. My sister Margaret Rose and I feel so much for you. As we know from experience what it means to be away from those we love most of all. On her 21st birthday in 1947, Princess Elizabeth went on the radio and made a promise to Britain and its Commonwealth nations. She pledged, I declare before you all that my whole life, whether it be long or short, shall be devoted to your service and to the service of our great imperial family, to which we all belong. The Queen has died. Long live the King, King Charles III. Opening game for the NFL season went to the Buffalo Bills in a dominant win over the Los Angeles Rams Thursday night. Final score was 31-10. to 10. We are USA Radio News. Stress, it never seems to end when you owe money to the IRS. What about the years of unfiled tax returns? Have you tried another tax service and gotten nowhere? Then you need Tax Alliance. Why? Years of being A-plus rated with a better business bureau with no consumer complaints sets them apart. Call 800-624-9275. That's 800-624-9275. Don't wait until the IRS attacks your wages, bank account, your home or pension, and even your Social Security check. Tax Alliance specializes in IRS tax relief programs, including the Fresh Start Initiative, which can finally free yourself from IRS. 
IRS debt. Their tax professionals can file returns, fight the IRS to substantially lower your IRS debt, or possibly even have it forgiven. If you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes, have unfiled tax returns, or have a payment plan and are still frustrated, call 800-624-9275. That's 800-624-9275. Tax Alliance, your tax resolution solution. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Dr. Bradley, Sam Bushman on your radio. I don't know if Donald Trump will go to jail or not, but I doubt it. Alex uh, Newman and others think he will go to jail. Uh, I don't think he will personally. And I agree with Dr. Bradley. That doesn't mean he's part of the deep state. But I'm convinced certain moves by Donald, plus him continually being protected, uh, really points to Donald being deep state in some way or another. And I know that all the always Trumpers are going to hate me for this. But look, folks, how does everybody else that's a good guy end up going to jail? Okay? A new headline says this. Listen to this. U.S. District Judge. Terry Dowdy says, quote, Fossey and the White House press secretary must turn over all emails pertaining to government media collusion. So there's two attorney generals, Missouri and Louisiana, who literally are suing the government over this, saying, look, through expedited discovery, they obtained information that the federal government and officials, quote, not named, have also engaged in communications with social uh, platforms and social media services with literally peddling propaganda. All right. The judge allowed some of these unnamed people uh, in the original lawsuit to now be added as the case continues to open up and get discovery. All right. Dr. Fauci's communications would be relevant to the plaintiff's allegations and reference to alleged suppression of speech uh, relating to the COVID origin and the suppression of speech related to masks, lockdowns, COVID origins, uh, the FBI in bed with Facebook and all kinds of other social media sites relating to the elections, suppressing certain information, magnifying other information, This lawsuit is giving us a treasure trove of information. But look, the FBI is flat out guilty of criminal activity. Whether Trump goes to jail or not, time will tell. But I don't believe there's going to be any real prosecution of any of these other people either. Ted Cruz and all these other people sound incensed. But they're not even doing anything. Why wait till the election? If there's criminal activity, let's move forward with indictments and prosecution. Is there no way to do that against these people, doctor? You know, boy, there's a lot of things there. Some of these lawsuits really need to be talked about at length. Uh, First of all, let me say that even if Trump went to jail, that would not preclude him from serving out a a term of office according to the Constitution. I mean, the qualifications to be in in office do not have anything to do with being in prison. I mean, as strange as that may seem, that's a fact of life, and we could talk about that at some great length, too. In regards to some of these other things and collusion between Fauci and and uh, some of the media and the things that were being promoted, absolutely, I believe there's no question that these kind of influences were were uh, basically leveraged 
uh, throughout the entire facade that happened. Um, uh, I, I guess I'll have to add to that too, though, that I think there's very strong evidence that the largest uh, advertisers in the major media uh, outlets is the pharma companies. And, and those, those major outlets really, truly only presented the marketing hype from the pharma companies, whether it was a news piece that they were doing, whether it was discussion in their editorial boards, the, the major institutions around this country, and I don't care if they're corporate or they're church or they're some other institution, they parroted the marketing line of the pharma companies. There's new safe and effective, Bravo Sierra. The, the idea that anything could be promoted as such that had never been tested more than about a nanosecond and its effectiveness was not, there was nothing that would indicate it was effective and everything since the beginning of the injections uh, would indicate that it is neither safe nor effective. If you look at the VAERS reports, if you look at the, uh, the fact that people that have been double shot and double boosted and they're all getting sick and the, the promotion of the idea, well, at least it's a more mild case. Bravo Sierra again. I think the, the, the COVID threat is every bit as big today as it was before. And if everybody had stood down and let it run its course, we would have had a lot of people that were asymptomatic. We would have had people that have mild symptoms. There would have been some people that had faced some challenges. But the fact of the matter is what we did to shut this country down, to lock people up, to put people in total fear and doubt, destroy our religious liberty, destroy our ability to gather and, and to uh, have redress of grievance. Everything that happened that, that was a complete facade to make Big Pharma some money. I think that needs to be thoroughly investigated. And the fact of the matter is that I think Fauci was complicit. If you haven't read Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s uh, The Real Anthony Fauci, people, get a copy. It's not an easy read. I, I mean, it is a grueling read, in fact. I mean, edge to edge on every page, hundreds, hundreds of uh, clearly documented footnotes on every chapter. This, this man has been complicit in our health challenges. He's not been a solution to any of them, but he's been complicit in our health challenges. Well, hundreds of millions of dollars, billions of dollars, perhaps even ultimately trillions of dollars have been made by those whose employee he is in. I, I think it's absolutely absurd. So, so, yeah, we have got people manipulating everything in this country, and we have so far abandoned the, the principles it was established on. Do you think anybody from we, the FBI or anybody will be held criminally responsible for literally election fraud? They claimed forever that we had no evidence of election fraud, and now we find out the FBI literally promoted Joe by suppressing Hunter stories and literally shut down Trump by promoting lies uh, about his involvement or whatever else. That's clear election fraud, Doctor. We're beyond well, uh, this idea that there's no proof anymore. There's there's little doubt in my mind. In fact, I would say no doubt that fraud did occur, and it was on massive scales. Uh, the involvement of the FBI is very highly likely. Um, the evidence would say that, that, well, they've always manipulated it. I mean, you look at what that, the meeting on the... Uh, Tarmac uh, with uh, Bill Clinton to suppress stuff that might have hurt Hillary's ca case. Yeah, they're rolling logs at the highest level constantly. 
you know, that, well, you know, if you guys will sit on this just for a couple more weeks, it probably won't even matter. and You won't even have to let it out. I mean, you can have these conversations and, and, and bet on them. I have been in meetings, literally, where those kinds of things are said by senior people. And, and they manipulate the system. I don't believe you'll see senior FBI agents going to, to jail. And I'll say that again because I really believe that they've got so many friends in high places that they'll manipulate, they'll dodge, they'll duck. I mean, uh, th there may be some long-term attorney general things that are going on, and they'll subpoena, and they'll, they'll go to court, and they'll occasionally get somebody in to, to testify. But by and large, I think they're counting on the American public losing interest. Our republic's at stake, people. The whole republic is at stake because we refuse to apply the principles that they take an oath to uphold. They're, they're playing us for fools. That's kind of where I am on this thing. I'm extremely frustrated and angry. And you say, oh, we've got a clean house. Mm. Uh, you know, all of these term limits, things, and everything that people are doing. Right. There's so you don't believe anybody's socialist. really going to jail that matters. I don't. I'm sorry. Right. I, no, I, I, I agree with you, and that's the whole reason I bring it up. You know, you get these fundraising things, guys, where they act like they're really incensed and they're really going to do something. But if they were going to do something, they wouldn't be waiting for the election and to give us the majority. There's ways, and let's talk about this constitutionally for a second. There are ways to go about dealing with criminal agencies. But I look at this and say, why do we allow the FBI to exist in the first place? It's unconstitutional. Right. Okay, so if we're going to let it go and exist and it's unconstitutional, why are we you know, going to get outraged when it does unconstitutional things? Okay? I don't mean to be rude. I'm just saying, look, if the whole agency is unconstitutional, it should not exist because there shouldn't be federal law enforcement within the several states, okay? But if we're going to allow the unconstitutional agency to exist, why do we get crazy when it goes out of line and does unconstitutional things? What's the difference, doctor? Well, there is none. I mean, the very existence of the uh, these organizations um, is it, it, it's unconstitutional. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. Uh, those that put them into place are violating their oath of office. They are unfaithful. They're adulterers, if you will, in their uh, fidelity uh, oath, and and so they're they're involved in immorality. It's immoral what they're doing, and we continue to put up with it. Uh, but, uh, hey, just, if, we, if we're not going to attack the agency for being unconstitutional, why are we surprised when they do unconstitutional acts? Yeah. It's like the, the story of the boy that picked the rattlesnake up, and it ended up beat, biting him. And the rattlesnake said, you knew what I was when I picked you up. You know, we, so, we ladies know and gentlemen, know. I, I, you know, I appreciate this quote, U.S. appeals special master to review Trump documents and all that kind of stuff. All this is nothing but subterfuge, ladies and gentlemen. They're not going after anybody in the deep state. I can promise you that. Liberty Roundtable live in seconds. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, 
you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules, a shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules. Join the special virtual premiere and Q&A on May 7th. Get your tickets now. Available only at 2,000mules.com. 2,000mules.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com, and Sam Bushman. Flash poll. <laughs> There's a group out called Election Integrity Alert, and they put together a flash poll, and here's their question, doctor. Should citizenship be required to vote? <laughs> Are you asking me that question as a real question? Yeah. Oh, uh, kind of. Not okay. not really. Well, I'm, I'm, but this is the question that Americans are being asked, right? Well, here's my answer to that. Huh? I mean, it has to be a verbal answer because we're going, what the heck are you thinking? I mean, to, to even possibly put this f- forward, the idea that citizenship might be in question as to whether or not you vote again, I mean, people need to understand if you do not or will not protect your borders, you will not have a country someday. And, and uh, that's been a fact of life for all mortality. And, and this idea that you might let the enemy in the, uh, uh, th- that's within the kingdom come forward and vote is absurd. It's absolutely absurd to think that some people may say, and th- they're promoting this, by the way. I mean, I know you're right. It's, and th- that's why I have to go, huh? Why would we even give this a place? In Utah, just for example, our legislature this last session passed a law that says that uh, police officers uh, do not have to be citizens of the United States. Huh? Are you kidding me? These are people that come into your life in your most stressful situations. They're in your home after your home has been violated, robbed. There's been brutality happened, something like that. These people that come in your home don't have the basis of understanding. Most Americans don't either, sadly. Uh, the uh, the limits and bounds that are placed upon every agency in the United States. And they don't understand the basis of individual God-given rights, all that kind of stuff. But our, our legislature, fools, fools, said there's no dissenting vote. 
Everybody in the legislature that was there present voted in favor of it. This is absolutely absurd. And so, yeah, you could see this movement of saying, oh, no, you don't have to be a citizen to vote. Well, let's just bring, let's open it up to a worldwide vote. How stupid would that be? We can turn, let's, let's turn it loose in China and Samoa. So here's why, it's, here's why it's a real question, even though it sounds psychotic and absurd and crazy. I agree with Dr. Bradley, but you know what, folks? Here's the deal. Joe Biden is literally suing Arizona over this very point. Arizona says we want to, you know, confirm citizenship before you vote. And Joe Biden says, oh, no, we'll sue you over that. Yeah, well, Joe Biden is a buffoon <laughs> and a baboon. It's just insane. And an imbecile. So I mean, we're the, only the discussing this. Is. We're only discussing this. It's kind of like me coming to you and saying, you know, hey, um, do we believe males are males and females are females? Or is should that be questioned? Okay, it's like yeah. that kind of a question, really. It is, truly. Um, it's like, are you insane? But the problem in America is we're literally discussing this, and there's a ton of people on the wrong side of these issues. They've been absolutely propagandized and duped to the point where we can't even believe we're having these discussions, doctor. No, I, I can't either. And, and you know, it's uh, I, I did a webinar last night, and the question came up about the uh, – uh, November 2022 midterm elections, and the, you know my re my uh, uh, predictions were asked for, and so on and so forth. And uh, you know, I think it was the uh, 1938 midterm elections where FDR lost his his party lost 72 seats in the House, 72. Uh, and but the problem is, I'm watching unfold in this election a marketing ploy that uh, we're, we're foolish enough, many Americans are foolish enough to fall for it. Here's the ploy, uh, just in general. You know, the, those guys that are in office right now that are Republicans, or my opponent that's a Republican, they're just so radical. They, they just can't deal with both sides of the office. They're so polarizing. They, they wouldn't come across the aisle to shake somebody's hand, let alone work something out with them. Now, I got news for you, by the way, folks. Look at what's happened in the United States House and Senate right now, the po polarity that's happened, the things that have been ramrodded through with absolute, unequivocal, complete party-line rules. Or is anybody willing to come across the aisle? But they're making it sound that if you're a reasonable person in this upcoming election, you'll want somebody that will talk it over with both sides of the aisles before they make a decision and they'll vote in the right way. That's the marketing ploy that's being played across the nation. I mean, I talk to people, you know, not just in our state, but uh, other people contact me and they tell me what's going on in their areas. And I'm absolutely appalled. It seems to me that they know they're in deep doo-doo. <laughs> yes, indeed. So going back to Joe Biden's speech, he started out his presidency calling for unity, unity, unity. Then his latest speech uh, in Independence Poor. Hall, the guy looked like a nutcase. Uh, but Ben Armstrong does a, a, a podcast, a talk show, and he said, is Joe Biden trying to start a civil war? It well, almost seems that like that, that doctor. It, when you literally does. sue the state of Arizona saying you can't stop illegals from voting. And then he well, literally doubles down and says all the MAGA Democrats are a danger to the republic. And then you know the FBI is literally pointing at mom for going down to the school board and saying she's a terrorist. 
Yeah, every step of the way, there's a polarization. And again, we uh, uh, people think I just, you know, one string guitar, whatever, um, that, that these are Marxist ploys. They have been. You, you come into power based upon conflict, upon turmoil. And, and again, they pit whoever they can against somebody else, men against women, or management against uh, labor, the idea of religion against religion, race against race. You pick, you pick your battleground, and they try to polarize. And that's exactly what Joe Biden's doing. So and, here's the interesting uh, parallel. While Joe Biden wants illegals to vote, Arizona trying to stop illegals from voting, Joe Biden, the administration, literally suing the state of Arizona over this. And now one million immigrants or illegals or migrants or whatever words you want to use admitted into the U.S. during Biden's tenure. So well, you look at that. that. I know, but that's the number they're willing to admit. And you look at that and you go, hey, how many illegals are already here? They told us 10, 12 million. We know it's upwards of 30 million already. Um, they're literally going to force states blue. Four state, and not that I'm really for the red, don't misunderstand me, but they're literally going to play this game and illegals vote. Obama pointed to this. I've got a soundbite on that, uh, et cetera, uh, to the point where they're in, every, every one of these people is just engaged in so much criminal activity. I don't know how we're going to do anything about it. Nobody will hold them accountable. And you and I, if election fraud is at the helm, don't even have any ability to rein it in. You know, it, it's interesting, and I'm just going to, I know time is really getting short, so the whole quotation is, is powerful, it's motivating, it's something that makes complete logic. A little statement by Thomas Jefferson, though, speaking of open immigration, uh, allowing everybody and anybody to come in, and, and what kinds of people will come in, and, and this is just a, a tail end of the statement, the rest is so good. These principles that these people abide by and, and hold dear in their hearts, that they l were raised within from their youth up, these principles with their language they will transmit to their children. In proportion to their numbers, they will, they will share with us the legislation. So they'll vote, okay, people? Now I'm stepping back into the quote. They will infuse into it their spirit, warp and bias its direction, and render it a heterogeneous, incoherent, distracted mass. Now, that problem exists uh, to Native Americans, meaning not the Indians, as people call them. I'm talking people who are born and bred here in this country or ignorance like on these principles. Okay. The ignorance you, on these principles, absolutely, uh, is, is unbelievably over the top. And we will allow socialistic uh, destruction of traditional values and beliefs the cause of liberty, individual God-given rights, all of that we're voting away already. But if you allow people to come in that have been raised in a complete socialist environment that don't have the slightest clue about baseline principles as were established by the American Founding Fathers, then you're are literally going. sowing the seeds of your own destruction, ladies and gentlemen. That's the reality check we face, right? There's no question. They'll warp and bias uh, the direction uh, to be a hin incoherent, distracted mass. And that's kind of where we are right now. Amen to I that. And while that's going on, ladies and gentlemen, the American people are so titillated with bread and circus. Listen to this. Fox Television Network now says that 95% of its inventory, advertising inventory for the Super Bowl is already sold. Some national 30-second spots sold with a price tag of more than $7 million each. The average uh, 
ad cost $6.5 million, ladies and gentlemen. And basically they say that uh, 28 new advertisers are coming to the table for this Super Bowl. If that doesn't tell you the problem in America, doctor, I don't know what does. Well, it, again, we, we can look at uh, the decline and fall of the Roman Empire and everybody, oh, yeah, well, that was a long time ago. We're on the same slippery slope. In fact, I think we're about as far gone as We're about I mean, to put them to shame, sir. Uh, I, I'm probably right <laughs> with our bread and circuses, but the Sodom and Gomorrah as- aspect of it, too. I think when a nation ripens in iniquity, when we do everything in our power, I mean, like this HR, I brought it up earlier. It's not a very long bill. You can read it very easily. HR 8404, I believe, is the, the number. It basically is to make certain regardless of where the Supreme Court goes in the future, if it does, they're going to make certain that same-sex marriage is is something that is legal across the nation. And, and there's no right of constitutionally for the general government to be involved in this, but they're doing it anyway, and the Republicans are complicit in the whole act. All the Democrats were, and 47 Republicans, and it's like, holy Hannah, are we ripening in iniquity? Have we forgotten God? Have we turned our back? on everything that God gave us. We are the most blessed nation probably in the history uh, of the of the whole mortal world. And, and yet and still, oh, we don't need him. We're going to try it on our own. It'll be okay. And uh, I'm, I think it's 8404, correct? I believe it's 84. HR 8404 passed the House, I think, on the 19th of July. It's in the Senate. Schumer wants to get a vote on it very quickly. I'm afraid you're going to have a lot of crossover. See, right now we've got 50 Republicans in the Senate. Everybody wants to be tolerant and loving and accepting and wear a virtue mask and all that kind of stuff. And, and I think that you're going to find enough. See, they've got to get 60 votes to bring it to cloture. And I think that's, that you should be able to get 60 votes of Republicans who are going to say, well, let's, let's let, yeah, we, we should vote on this. Then all they got to do is get 50 votes for it because Kamala will break the tie. I mean, it's just amazing how easily we slide down that slippery slope. So, anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, turn to Almighty God, repent, and pray for the success of the greatest country on the face of the earth, would you please? It's all about God, family, and country. It's on your knees, turn to Almighty God. It's get up and do our best and trust in the Almighty for the rest. That is the singular, all-inclusive answer in our lives today, ladies and gentlemen. As we battle in the culture war, as the war in heaven continues on earth today, we got to stand with God Almighty. We win in the end. Never forget that. Dr. Scott Bradley, thank you so much. FreedomsRisingSun.com is his website. LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net are our websites. Donate liberally. Get involved. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt. 
continues now. This is indeed for the broadcast of September the 9th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our two of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, to restore the republic and the traditions of our founders. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration, and we believe the checks and balances are the key to the exercise for we the people to restore the republic, to bring back the era of the founding fathers of absolute, the greatest economic engine the world has ever known via the free enterprise system, uh, literally checks and balances that reign in and control and, and chain down government bureaucrats with the supreme law of the land, the contract with the people, the Constitution. And we got a lot of stuff going on, folks. we got a lot of work to bring it back. I'll tell you that right now. The FBI has gone rogue. Uh, all kind of things are happening. Uh, just to quickly talk about yesterday's show, we talked to Brian Rust and Kelly Finnegan. They did a great job, by the way. And we talked about the Honest Money Report, constitutional currency, gold and silver, and the spot prices, etc. We talked about the, quote, Fed's vice chair signals more rate increases ahead. Lael Brainerd, I think is how you say his name, uh, said the central bank was into this as long as it takes to get inflation down. The problem is that the U.S. job market versus inflation, the Fed is eyeing a, quote, delicate balancing act. They push too hard on one and the other becomes a problem. Fed officials are warning that the job market they claim is too strong right now and it's contributing to the very high cost of living to cool inflation, ladies and gentlemen. They want to raise interest rates at the fastest pace in decades they want to they say bring the jobs market back into balance in fact billionaire david rubenstein said the fed doesn't want to say this out loud but david rubenstein told cnn last week that hey you know what the fed is actively rooting for the unemployment rate to go up shame on the fed ladies and gentlemen if the Fed tries to slow the economy to the point where inflation gets back down to 2%, which is their, quote, goal, their target, it'll be to the loss of 5.3 million jobs and the unemployment rate kicking up 6.7%, folks. This is disaster. Um, the bottom line is the Fed is in a very bad spot. Uh, and you got to ask real fundamental questions. Huh. How did the job market get so, quote, overheated, if you will? How did everything get so out of balance, you may ask? The Fed pushing for a boom, eventually they boom too hard. And then they got to push for a bust. And then the bust is too hard. And so the more they push on either side of the scales, the more you get a pendulum response that is disaster in the economy. So you say, well, what do you mean? Well, look, in the COVID era, two years, they literally shut the economy down. That's the bust scenario. They then put a bunch of fake money into the economy. That causes inflation. The more money you print, the more inflation you'll cause. So now you've got to stop the economy and inflation. Now the economy tries to rush back. But it can't rush back fast enough because inflation rears its ugly head. Businesses can't win for losing, ladies and gentlemen. That's really the problem. Let me say that again to be very clear to you. <laughs> you can't win for losing with this example, right? 
Think about that. Am I right? You can't have the government shut down the whole economy and not end up with just massive down-the-road repercussions. If you, get, if you think that can happen, you're deceiving yourself. Government has tremendous power. But understand there's limits to government power, right? Yes, there are. And government doesn't have all power and all authority. They cannot stop repercussions. And so we have this sad example, in my opinion, where government is just running off the rails, folks. They don't have any authority to control the job market. Think about that for a minute. Where does government get the authority to control the job market? To say the job market is too hot, too good. Too hot, too good for who? Shouldn't the free market decide that? And shouldn't the free market, ladies and gentlemen, be allowed to rein in that imbalance, if it, even, if it even exists, by itself? Think about it. Shouldn't the free market be able to say, okay, look, if the job market's too hot, let's say that it's a employer's bad day because employees have too much power on their side. So let me explain. There's too much supply and not enough demand, right? Every employer wants workers, and every employee has, what do you want to call it, their choice of jobs? Now, inflation is becoming the problem, though, because inflation is already changing the game. What do I mean by that? Well, businesses can't afford to hire all these people anymore because of inflation's rearing its ugly head, right? Think about that reality check that I'm saying. Listen to this headline to make my point. You ready? This is an article from The Blaze. And it says 63% of small business owners not hiring. You want to know why? Because they can't afford to. That's right. So I'm telling you right now, if you think it's a uh, imbalance where the job market is in the favor of the employee way too much, inflation is already changing that. 63% of small business folks can't even hire because they can't afford it. Think about that for a second. Isn't that a very telling statistic? Well, let me ask you a question. Why can't 63% afford employees? Because inflation's so out of control, right? Well, why is inflation so out of control? It partly has to do with this pendulum that I mentioned. But there's more. There's more. Because the government is manipulating interest rates. Right? Think about what I'm saying to you. They cannot afford it, folks, because of inflation. And 
taxation, right? 63% of small business owners are not hiring because they can't afford to, says a survey. And they can't afford to. Why? Because of taxation, inflation, and government manipulation, right? Why? Because of taxation, inflation, and government manipulation, right? I just don't know how to respond to this except for we've got to be wise enough to get the government out of it, okay? We've got to get the government out of it, ladies and gentlemen. If we don't, you're going to have taxation, inflation, uh, and manipulation by your government, and, and that's going to be the demise. So now businesses are struggling, right, uh, because of taxation, inflation, and government manipulation, uh, government tampering. I'm going to add regulation to this, too. But anyway, so businesses are struggling. Now, pretty soon it's going to get to where, hey, there's not very many jobs. So the employee, where everything was out of balance because there was too much supply and not enough demand, pretty soon they're going to shrink that supply with inflation, taxation, regulation, and manipulation, right? Right? Um, well, then what's going to happen? Well, then businesses are going to start to shrink. Then people aren't going to have jobs. The tax base is going to shrink. Oh, they're going to cool the economy down for sure. But it's government moral hazard is what they call it. Okay? It's a moral hazard. For the government to be manipulated. So look, they made money too easy. They kept the interest rates arbitrarily too low. They completely shut down the economy. And uh, now they've, they've got the opposite. They've got to raise interest rates. It's all that government manipulation that is the problem. Why are we allowing the government to manipulate things as we are? I just don't understand it. When are Americans going to wake up and realize what's being done to them? This Federal Reserve system is unconstitutional. It needs to be audited and ended immediately. Transparency and accountability must be the order of the day if you ever want to get a handle on your economics. Until Americans understand this reality, we're in deep trouble, my fellow Americans. I am Sam Bushman. This is indeed Liberty Roundtable Live, two hours a day, six days a week. And the other 22 hours of the day, we're gathering news that networks refuse to use. How do you like that on your radio? Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. 
the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. You are a racist. Your mom is a racist. Your dad is a racist. And your entire family is racist. And you should all be punished. That's what Governor Brad Little thinks about you. So much so that he took $30 million of taxpayers' money to force critical race theory down the throats of school children, even though the Idaho legislature voted against it. This is the doctrine that teaches your children that just because they are white, they are racist. Yes, your governor, good old Brad Little, violated the constitutional law and did this while you weren't watching. Why is Governor Brad Little paying to promote radical leftist doctrine loved by Democrats like Boise Mayor McLean and sleepy Joe Biden? This is Ammon Bundy, and we need to completely reject critical race theory in Idaho. Paid for by Ammon Bundy for governor. VoteBundy.com Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. So I'll uh, just finish this discussion really quickly on this uh, 63-plus percent of businesses unable to hire. They cannot afford it, ladies and gentlemen. Alina, um, Alinable, this uh, survey group, basically says, hey, you know what? They say they can't even afford to hire new staff even when new staff is needed. It is serious. Inflation and the increasing of interest rates is a problem. And I say that it's because of taxation, inflation, regulation, and manipulation by our government of all things economic. Let's let the free market work, ladies and gentlemen. We have got to believe in and let the free markets work. Supply and demand will work itself out if government literally quits meddling, folks. That's critical to understand if you're going to understand solutions, right? Uh, anyway, I digress, but there you have it. All right, we've got our guest on the line. Uh, he was a state rep for years in the great state of Texas. He's been serving on energy resources and environmental regulation committees forever. The guy knows what he's talking about, but he believes in the free market. His name is Jason Isaac, and he's currently director of Life Powered, a national initiative of the Texas Public Policy Foundation. And the goal is to raise America's energy IQ. you got to understand what's going on. Jason, welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. It's great to be on. Thanks for having me on. You betcha. Catch me up. How did you get into this energy thing? Oh, gosh, it started, I would say, one of the first jobs I had as a teenager was working at a gas station. And I saw what energy does for people. And it gives people the liberty and the freedom to move about the country and about the world. Uh, and it really is the way to prosperity. You, you, energy poverty is poverty, and if you've got access to energy, the chances of you being prosperous are, are more, uh, more common and more frequent. And, and that's what we really need around the world. There's about 800 million people that don't have access to energy, and 
we really here in Texas stand over the key to getting them that energy and that prosperity that they need to enrich their lives. And so I, I saw it from an early age, and then I started working in the trucking industry, uh, was marketing natural gas as a fuel and, and for other uses as well, and then, then ran for office and, and had the opportunity to learn even more about it. And then look at the policies that were shaping and really trying to address some of the policies that are distorting the market that are increasing electricity costs and reducing reliability and uh, things that we're seeing in California this week or, or, or last week, no more you know, gas-powered internal combustion engines. And then the next week, which is this week, hey, don't charge your cars. <laughs> it's insanity. And I would submit to you this. You know, they say that the Internet's the great divide. I think energy uh, is the great divide, though. And I'm telling you, I've I've got some off-grid property that I, that I play with. It's a campsite and this kind of stuff. And I'm telling you right now, without energy, you're basically finished. Oh, absolutely. I mean, life expectancies of places that are net zero, Malawi and Ethiopia, are, are less than tw- more than 20 years less life expectancy than we have here in the United States. And it's because they don't have access to uh, energy, um, which is net zero is very dangerous. This is a policy that's being pushed uh, around the world. It's being pushed by this, this liberal world order, these one world globalist governments. It's being pushed by financial institutions. It doesn't do anything to mitigate a changing climate, but it does everything to increase the cost of everything we depend on. And we're seeing that with the inflation that we're experiencing today. All right. Let me ask you some blunt questions and hopefully you can give me some fairly quick answers because there's several of them. But the first one is this. You know, they try to call me a climate change denier. Now, I don't really understand the term because I don't debate that climate change happens. Okay, I agree that in the day it gets warmer, at night it gets cooler. There's cyclical changes uh, seasonally every year. There's seasonal changes on 10,000-year cycles. There's all kinds of cycles this earth is known for. So I have no doubt that, you know what, it's getting a little warmer right now or a little cooler right now. Or, hey, in some spots it's getting cooler or warmer. And I don't have any doubt that there's change. So I'm not a denier, Jason. But what I reject is this government and governments worldwide deciding that they can pick the winners and losers based on propaganda science, not based on evidence, not based on reality, not based on my ability to live and enjoy life and be safe and and, and prosper. I get that we should be stewards of the earth, for sure, but government putting themselves at the center, making the decisions, picking winners and losers, it's all turned out to be junk science, Jason. You're, you're absolutely right. It is complete garbage. We're world leaders in environmental protection here in the United States. We've increased energy production. We've exported more energy than in the history. We used to be energy independent up until a couple of years ago. Uh, we, we experienced it for the first time in, I think, over 60 years. Doing that, we're number one when it comes to access to clean and safe drinking water. We're world leaders in clean air, reducing harmful pollution that actually impacts human health. Uh, something other countries could only dream of. People in Asia have been wearing masks for much longer before COVID uh, because their air quality is so poor. Uh, I've testified in front of the U.S. Senate a couple times, and I've said of all the technology the Chinese steal from us, it'd be nice if they would utilize our pollution control technology. But they don't. And this is about control. It's not about mitigating a changing climate. You know, the climate's absolutely changing. We just didn't have any hurricanes in August for the first time in, in decades. So, sure, the climate is definitely changing. Uh, and man is having a, some impact on it. But with access to energy, you can mitigate that change. And, and that's why man flourishes when they have access to energy. All right, let's talk about the, what the real solutions are. Because you know what? I don't believe Americans are interested in this divide. 
I don't believe Americans are interested in government taking control of everything. Uh, I don't believe Americans are interested in shutting down to third world status to achieve some undefinable unknown goal. I believe Americans want to be safe, happy, prosperous. Uh, they want to care for the earth. They do care. They want to be good stewards. Most of us truly are environmentalists, maybe not tree-hugging type, but we do care. Uh, what's the way forward in a meaningful way that we could, that we could possibly get? Um, you'll never get everybody to agree, but you can get people on board um, based on facts, right? Sure. Well, if, if we quit investing billions or, or trillions of dollars in green bling and renewable dreams that increases the cost of electricity, doesn't uh, improve reliability, it actually makes electricity less reliable. And we invested in things that were actually beneficial to mankind, like water systems. But that's the problem is you've got leftist governments around the world that are shifting dollars from from projects that need improvement to projects to make them feel good so they or their virtue signal can can shine a little brighter we've seen that in texas uh, over 300 percent increase in the last 10 years in unreliable renewables and in the last 10 years we've seen a decrease of thermal generation but uh, one thing that we advocated for during the trump administration was that when when he pulled out of the paris accord and said i represent the people of pittsburgh not the people of paris we said we need a Pittsburgh Accord that calls on our trading partners to meet air quality standards that improve human health, not focus on CO2 like the Paris Accord does, because eliminating CO2 from the atmosphere doesn't do anything to mitigate a changing climate. Uh, it does increase the cost of energy, and, and ultimately it gets rid of humans because it's necessary for life on Earth. Uh, and our planet is actually greening because of the increased CO2 that the humans are putting in the is atmosphere. Is that their goal, just depopulation? Is that their real agenda? Yeah, you know, they're very Malthusian. They think that there's too many of us. You look at Jane Goodall, who speak, spoke at the World Economic Forum, that says that we need to get back to the population that we had in the 1500s in order for this planet to be sustainable. And is he ready to start with himself, or what is he thinking? Yeah, no, of course, of course they're not. You know, she wants to save the apes and not the humans. But that's a 95% reduction of human population. That's atrocious. I mean, this is a not only is it atrocious though. That whole idea though, pushed by government, is criminal, Jason. It, it really is. It's absolutely criminal, and that's why you have a lawsuit in the state of California. It's 200 civil rights organizations. These aren't liberty-minded people that ideologically align probably with you and I. These are leftists, but there's, it's 200 civil rights organizations that are suing the state of California because they're saying that their environmental policies have a disparate impact on communities of color and are violating the Civil Rights Act. All right, Jason, uh, this is very difficult discussion to have. I'm of the opinion that there is technology nowadays to create tiny nuclear reactors. You could literally have a nuclear reactor at your house. They could make them so tiny uh, and they could make them safe enough. Or you could have it on your block or you could have it in your city or what. You know, I mean, they can scale. But I, the only reason I know this is because I go to the University of Utah and they literally have an open tiny reactor that you can watch function. Okay, is that a forward option? It absolutely is. And when you look at our fossil fuels and our nuclear energy, I refer to that as our third millennium energy. It's the energy that's going to power the next thousand years of humanity uh, around the globe because there's a thousand year supply of natural gas. There's a 400 supply, year supply of coal, 300 of oil, and that's what we know about. And the nuclear is there as well, and, and that's what we need. We need good electricity from nuclear energy. We need small modular reactors. We need government to get out of the way. We don't need subsidies because that distorts the market. We need to eliminate the ones that we do have already. But if you, if you could let the market flourish, 
then nuclear would be built more and more, and that is such good, clean electricity that we need more than ever. Jason Isaac with me, ladies and gentlemen, director of Life Powered. It's a national initiative, but it's of the Texas Public Policy Foundation. We'll talk more with Jason in seconds on your radio. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Hurricane Kay made landfall Thursday afternoon on Baja, California, Mexico's Pacific Coast, and forecaster says it might bring rains to Southern California by the weekend. In fact, the U.S. National Hurricane Center in Miami said there was a chance the outer bands of the big storm could bring heavy rain and possible flash floods to parts of scorched Southern California and southwestern Arizona on Friday night and Saturday. DNA found under journalist Jeff Germain's fingernails matched a sample taken from Clark County Public Administrator, elected Democrat Rob Tellis, leading to his arrest Wednesday for murder without bond. The Las Vegas reporter was stabbed to death at his home last Saturday. The Justice Department, while appealing a special master order, asked a federal judge to put on hold part of the order, halting its inquiry into documents seized in the search of President Trump's Mar-a-Lago home, saying Mr. Trump had no right to classify documents once under Trump's jurisdiction when he was president. With the passing of Queen Elizabeth II on Thursday, the world mourns and reflects on her leadership for 70 years. Retired Royal Air Force pilot once flew the Royals all around the world. Nathan Jones on Fox News Friday morning. It was the absolute honor to to serve our country and for um, Her Majesty the Queen. Um, I served for 17 and a half years um, and, and she was my, my boss for, for the whole time that, uh, that I was serving. Um, and I was lucky enough to, to fly um, the royal family around, um, and, and, and that was a, an extreme honor for me. So with the, uh, with the news of her passing yesterday, it's, uh, it's in, incredibly saddening to, to myself and the whole armed forces community. The Buffalo Bills wiped out the Los Angeles Rams to kick off the NFL season Thursday night, 31-10. to 10. USA Radio News. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-9336. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-9336. 800-444-9336. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking with Jason Isaac, and he is the director of Life Powered, lifepowered.org. And his goal 
in a public policy foundation is to raise America's energy IQ. Sounds fantastic. Let's get her done. So I want to challenge this fossil fuel notion, ladies and gentlemen. They want you to believe that all the oil and all the coal and all this comes from dinosaur bones. And I'm going to reject that notion and say they have no proof. They make that claim without evidence, ladies and gentlemen. And I don't believe there's enough dinosaurs that died in bones everywhere to last for as long as we've been using oil. And into the future, every time they say we're out of oil, they find more. Back in the 70s, I was a little kid, and they said you could buy gas on the even or odd day, depending on your license plate number, kind of a thing. And by golly, we're going to be out of oil. 50 years later, they're not claiming we're out of oil now. They're just claiming that it's bad for you, that it'll, that'll ruin the whole planet lie. But they don't have any evidence that it's fossil, that it's based on dinosaur bones. Okay, many uh, have articulated in, uh, that, hey, the mantle of the earth makes oil. Jerome Corsi wrote a book about this, and others have as well. Now, I'm not saying I know exactly how oil comes from or, or how it's made. or I'm not saying I know that. What I'm saying is their science is nothing but propaganda, and they lie to you. And we don't have these answers, folks. What we know is every time we think we might be out of oil, we find more. Every time we think we're out of coal, there's plenty discovered, and there's greater ways to access it. It happens literally all the time. Just ask those folks in Texas to get rich on new oil finds. Um, Jason, I don't mean to talk forever about this, but am I spot on on this, or am I crazy? No, you, you are. The, the science is never settled, and there's always room for debate on this particular issue. Uh, but the left does not want to have any debate. They just want to demonize what fossil fuels, hydrocarbons, essentially, uh, and they don't want us to use any of it, though, even though it's, I say fossil fuels and capitalism have resulted in more people coming out of poverty than anything else on the face of the earth in the history of mankind. All right. I want to spend time on that because I want people to understand, look, they want you to believe that I'm a climate change denier and I should be arrested. This is the kind of stuff I've got to absolutely quadruple down against. Now, if you want to discuss it, if you want to openly, candidly find solutions, I'm all in. But when you don't have evidence and then you want to act like my views are bad enough to be arrested or that your science is tried, true, tested, and settled, it's a lie. It's fake news from the get-go. And don't you dare think I'm some kind of a denier. I ain't denying anything except for denying you the ability to control me over what you suppose to be a threat to the world that's really a chicken little scenario from the get-go. Now, a lot of these companies that are buying these off, uh, off carbon offsets, Jason, um, they're not cutting any emissions. They're just using their dollars to buy credits to dump uh, the blame on you and me who may not have money to buy the credits. They're not really yeah. going uh, to make changes in meaningful ways. It's all about the mighty dollar, isn't it? That and, and the virtue signal. They've got a virtue signal to their financial institutions, their large industrial investors, BlackRock, uh, State Street, Vanguard, and, and companies like that that control trillions of dollars of global wealth. They've got to appease them and, and align with this Paris Accord. Uh, and so they've got, to, they've got to show on paper that they're reducing their emissions, uh, which is just a waste of money. That's money that's not being returned to shareholders. So they're pushing this stakeholder capitalism and not actual capitalism that returns profits to shareholders uh, it, it's absolutely absurd and is a that one of the it's the biggest financial scam in the history of mankind in my opinion 
Wow. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I've been telling you this stuff, and now you get one of the nation's premier energy experts highlighting this reality check, folks. Again, we're not denying anything, but we're not going to peddle propaganda. We're going to tell you what we know and what we don't know. And most importantly, at lifepower.org, they want to increase your energy IQ. So let's do it and let's talk about it, folks. Look, Amazon literally doubled down in the solar game. And they spent a ton of money and everything. And now they're having fires on all their roofs. They had to flat out shut it down. How are they saying this is our future, Jason? Uh, I love it. And they're the ones that have Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle where the the National Hockey League Kraken play. Uh, And I had to make some jokes with this. I'm like, the ice is melting at the Climate Pledge Arena because the solar panels have been turned off. It's, oh it's, no! It's, just, it's so funny. I mean, watch out for the cracking coming out of this melting ice. And the funny thing is, it's not funny because they're literally trying to ruin our lives over this. But it is comical, uh, and you gotta laugh it, so you don't cry, Jason. It, uh, it is, and gosh, you talk about toxic smoke burning solar panels that have highly toxic materials that can't be recycled. They're, they're, when they're done with their lifespan, they're just dumped into landfills, and that leaches into the ground and ultimately contaminates our groundwater. The environmentalists, it, it is a, it's the climate cult that is driving this. They're destroying massive amounts of habitat to put wind and solar up across the face of the earth, uh, destroying farmland. And it's, just, it's incredibly detrimental to the environment and to mankind. Well, and you got a climate crisis supposedly causing China to ration energy. You've got California Power Grid. They're literally saying buy an electric car. You can't even buy one because it's not finished yet, but get on the waiting list. And in the meantime, certainly if you get one, don't charge it. No, what the yeah, heck are we talking the EU, about? Yeah, the EU has come out to, this week and said, we're going to flatten the curve. And I was like, oh, no, not this two weeks to flatten the curve again. Here we go. It's all about control. They're going to lock us down. And what the EU is proposing is that when peak electricity goes up, then they're going to turn your electricity off. So I, I, I joke that you know we've been trying for generations to get the French to finally bathe, and now they're not going to have electricity to do it when they get home from work or when they wake up in the morning because that increases the amount of electricity they need. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the psychosis we're talking about, but there are real solutions. I want to focus on real solutions, but I want to highlight one more point before we do. We've only got a couple of minutes left with Jason. He's incredibly busy, but we want to thank him for coming on the broadcast. But listen carefully to this, ladies and gentlemen, because I want to really highlight this. They want to have this, uh, I don't know what you call it, uh, by-the-mile tax kind of a thing for your car, because if you go electric, you know, then they got to have some way to, you know, whatever. California power grid at record levels. Climate crisis supposedly causing China to be out of energy. I don't think the climate crisis is the problem. But these vehicle mile travel tax. Folks, this is a horrible idea. It will cost you way more. And what it'll mean is you won't be able to travel, Jason. Yeah, and that's what it's about. They want to lock you down. They want to eliminate travel. They want to take our freedoms away. And the freedom of travel and the the freedom really to own property and utilize that property are are the freedoms that we have in this country. Uh, And they're trying to control every aspect of our lives. You talk about being able to fuel on certain days. I was in the Philippines, and they're only able to drive on certain days depending on the last number of your license plate. Uh, So 
we're seeing this. It's playing out around the world. Sri Lanka is a great example. The Netherlands are a great example of what the climate cult is doing to destroy economies and destroy mankind. In Sri Lanka, the president was the first candidate ever to run as a net zero candidate. And within three years, he didn't even finish his term. He fled the country, went to Singapore, resigned. Went to Singapore, by the way, where it's a high-carbon lifestyle, one of the cleanest environments on the face of the earth. Uh, he flees there. Their food production, because they banned fossil fuel-based fertilizer, nitrogen-based fertilizer, they banned it in 2019. Food production went down 40 to 50 percent. Food cost went up 80 percent. You have one in five families suffering from hunger in Sri Lanka, which was this incredibly prosperous country up until 2019 when the climate cult got elected. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got to call a halt to the climate halt, that's for sure, or the climate cult. Yeah. Call a halt to the climate halt. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is serious business. What do we do, Jason? I think there are answers, and they're clear, and really science does support real answers that would not pit us against each other, right? Yeah, absolutely. And there's there's market-based solutions, and then there's policy-based solutions. And the foundation, we're leading the policy-based solutions. In Texas, we've told these large financial institutions like BlackRock that if you're going to boycott fossil fuels, then you're no longer welcome to do business with the state of Texas. So that's $300 billion in pension funds, $400 billion in municipal debt that's going to be off of their books for, 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 for business which is a great wake-up call when you have one of the world's largest economies telling the world's largest financial institution, you're no longer welcome to do business with Texas. Since we passed that law that we crafted, the Texas Public Policy Foundation, last year four other states have passed it, and we're working on a number of others. I was just yesterday with uh, the state treasurer from Utah, Marlo Oaks. So you have the state tr financial officers that are pushing back and saying, we're, we're not going to do business with banks or financial institutions that are anti-American. And being anti-fossil fuels and anti-American energy is certainly anti-American. And then on the market side, you've got companies like Strive Asset Management by uh, Vivek Ramaswamy launched this. He's the author of Woke, Inc. And a couple of weeks ago, they launched a new ETF called Drill, D-R-L-L. -L. It's absolutely – it's a direct copycat of a BlackRock fund, but Strive is going to vote for excellence over politics, for profits over ideology when they vote the shares. It's record-setting money being dumped into that fund. The average investor, less than $5,000 of drill ETF. We're flat out of time, Jason. Thank you million. so much, ladies and gentlemen. Lifepower.org. Jason Isaac, thank you, sir. Why does the left lie constantly? Because it gets spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries.
Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio. Man, I'm telling you right now, we bring the guests to the table, don't we? Jason Isaac doing a great, great job. Director of, quote, Life Powered, a national initiative of tax or of Texas uh, Policy Foundation to raise your uh, energy IQ. And understand, look, folks, you know what? I, I don't know for sure how oil's made. I believe it's made uh, by God, and it comes from the mantle of the earth. Uh, it's naturally occurring. I don't believe it's dinosaur bones. Okay, I really don't. I don't believe there's enough dinosaurs that lived on the earth to create enough bones that just sit there and the bones somehow turn into oil. Otherwise, why don't we just take humans, whenever a human dies, and just put it in a big old whatever, and we can have human oil. What makes dinosaur bones so special different from, say, uh, a bear bones or a lion or a tiger or a Sam or a uh, whatever? Okay. It isn't true. They don't have science to back it. They're lying. They pretend that it's settled science, but it's not. Uh, and how oil is really made factually, scientifically, I don't know. I have my views. Uh, I've read books on this. and I. Uh, but look, they act like the science is settled, and I'm a criminal because I don't believe them. I don't believe their lies. I don't believe we went to the moon, and I don't believe that they make oil uh, out of dinosaur bones. Okay, I don't believe it. Do I have that right, or am I a criminal? Do they need to arrest me? For my abuses. See, this is the problem, folks, in America, is everything they want to do has to do with control and force. And it's out of control, folks. It's got to stop. We, the people, need to bust out and uh, deal with this very, very seriously. Because, folks, they want to change your life over this. They're not just, um, you know, they're not just kind of going... Oh, uh, if you don't believe, it's okay. We just kind of can disagree or agree to disagree. No, these people are literally having these companies buy these carbon offsets that don't cut emissions. Okay? So if I have enough money, I can just buy myself into, quote, green status. I'm the good guy because I bought myself into green status, even though I don't live green at all. I'm literally spewing toxins. I can fly my jet around if I'm a rich guy. I can, you know, mac my SUVs in my massive house. Uh, I can crank up the energy usage. I mean, my footprint can be gargantuan. As long as I can go ahead and pay the piper, then, hey, I'm a good guy. See, those lies, folks, need to be taken on. All right, the California grid is at record-level power, you know, breaking point. They say climate crisis causes China to ration energy. That's bogus. 
All right, the vehicle miles tax is a bad idea. Every one of these initiatives is to get government at the center of it all. Ladies and gentlemen, we need, let's all call for a halt to the climate cult, shall we? Ladies and gentlemen, that's what we need to get done. All right, we've been following the Elon Musk Twitter paid, I don't know what you call it, uh, Twitter paid. I guess Elon's been Twitter paid for a while. Uh, now he's not so Twitter pated there. He's a little bit ticked off, and he thinks they're lying. And well, I don't know if you know what's happening on this front, but now Judge allows Elon Musk to include whistleblower claims in the case against Twitter. I find that very fascinating indeed, right? And now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you know, but now there are other folks saying that they were thinking about buying Twitter, but they decided not to because they discovered that there's a ton of fake accounts as well. Oh, isn't that interesting? Listen to this. As Tesla CEO Elon Musk struggles to escape the deal he tried to make, to purchase Twitter, listen, former Disney CEO Bob Iker, or Iger, right? He says, hey, we didn't buy this thing. We decided against making an attempt to purchase Twitter in part because of the number of Twitter users that are not real. Yeah, the Disney, uh, whatever you want to call this guy. Former Disney CEO says, hey, we didn't buy Twitter. You want to know why? Because there's too many fake accounts on the thing. So now when the judge allows Elon Musk to uh, include whistleblower claims, well, the whistleblower claims have to do with how many real users versus fake users are on Twitter. And now Elon Musk says, hey, I can't abide by buying this thing when there's so many fake users on the thing. And now some are saying they think Elon Musk is nuts. But it turns out now the whistleblowers are saying the same thing that Elon's saying. The same thing that I've been saying forever, which is, you know what, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all these services have tons of fake accounts. You can't count on any of them. And now listen up. Former Disney CEO Bob Iger revealed that Disney ultimately decided against making an attempt to purchase Twitter in part because of the number of Twitter users that are not real. Isn't that telling? That alone if Elon Musk has good enough attorneys that can force that information to the docket, now you've got a previous company that mm, checked out Twitter, a big company too, right? That checked out Twitter and said, nah, we're going to back away. It's bogus. Well, Elon Musk made his offer. Now he's discovering what former Disney exec is saying or former Disney CEO is saying. And now you got whistleblowers coming to the table. The bottom line is, did Twitter defraud all these groups pretending they had real users? 
And how much advertising did they charge? And how much money did they take from people? And what would happen is people would come to Sam Bushman over the last 25 years I've been in radio. They'd be like, well, Sam, how many Twitter followers do you have? How many Facebook followers? How many listeners do you have? How many? And I said, listen, all their numbers are fake and bogus and dishonest. It isn't accurate. You can't count on it. And everybody said, oh, I know, Sam, you're right. But look, how many users do you have? We need to know. And and I would say, listen, I'm, I'm telling you, it's fake. And and they would kind of dismiss me as if I didn't know what I was talking about. And some would say, Sam, you don't understand the technical digital side of this thing. If you did, you would understand. We can keep track of the number of users and the number of you know accounts that we have. And Don't you understand, Sam? No, 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 folks. I'm an IT guy for a living. Don't you know that? I understand the digital reality check. I understand it better than most people think I do. And I'm telling you right now, it was bogus. And now evidence bears out what I'm saying. This isn't just Twitter. This is Facebook, Instagram. This is the same with the radio and TV ratings companies, right? What do they call that? Nielsen ratings and what was before that. And they all had these radio diaries where you wrote on a piece of paper what you were listening to and all this other garbage. And then they said, well, those are outdated. we got to go to more mm, accurate digital portable people meters and all this garbage. And you know what? Those numbers could be fake just like the vote tallies could be faked, folks. Don't you get what I've been trying to tell you for the last 25 years? This idea that they know what their numbers are is absolutely bogus. And now the judge allows Elon Musk to include whistleblower claims against Twitter in court. And former Disney CEO Bob Iger literally saying, hey, we ultimately decided against trying to buy Twitter because of their fake users. We didn't even know or have the ability to determine how many. We didn't know how many of your, quote, users were real and how many were not real. We, don't, we, don't, we just can't know because Twitter won't reveal the information. Now, do I believe that they could get to the bottom of it if they wanted to? Do I believe digitally the numbers could be factually uh, accounted for? Yes, I do. But that assumes there's honest people in the mix. And that assumes they do their very best to have honest algorithms. The problem is that you can fake too much. Go read 1984 if you don't believe me. Uh, Go study big tech, and and you'll understand very quickly. They can manipulate the numbers. There's a lot of suppositions. There's a lot of rules and guidelines and algorithms and and, um, uh, whatever you templates. And I can go on and on that determine certain things and make decisions based on certain things. Okay, what if I, Sam Bushman, have three Twitter accounts? Is that three users? What if I only use one account for my radio and one account for my personal? Are they two different people? See, that's a simple example of my point. How do you quantify that? Do you say, yes, we're going to call that two different people or two different accounts or two different real users? Or is it one user? Or are they going to say that I got a split personality? (laughs) I joke, but I make the point, right? Anyway, it's insane. All right, Democrats are panicking now as well because Stacey Abrams is struggling in the Georgia's governor's race. She's in trouble to her Republican rival, Brian Kemp, alarming Democrats who have celebrated her as the great orchestrator of of the Democrat comeback, so to speak. They call her the master strategist behind the state's, quote, Democratic shift. 
Well, she's about to get her head handed to her. Now, I don't really back Brian Kemp either. I think he's a criminal, too. I think they're all into election fraud. That's my opinion to which I'm entitled. But it's fascinating that now Stacey Abrams uh, is literally melting down. The last story before the end of the hour, uh, the headline says this. A long shot attempt would bar Trump in 2024 as an insurrectionist. Luke Broadwatt is the one with the piece on this thing. Uh, And it says basically, hey, no matter what they try to do, they can't trap Trump. They're trying a gazillion ways to disqualify Trump, to ridicule, to mock, to deep. They've been attacking Trump forever. But the attorney general will not even pursue action on January 6th because there's nothing there. The Russian hoax was fake. Now they're trying to figure out this Mar-a-Lago thing. How can they pursue things against Trump? All right. They see uh, Donald Trump as a great danger to the country. Okay. But folks... We're not going to get anywhere with this. I believe that Donald Trump will not go to jail. Now, I know a lot of my colleagues and good friends say that they think he will. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think they'll get anywhere with Trump. The big Russian hoax. All right. They're reaching, grasping at straws, I guess is the best way to say it, folks. All I'm telling you is I, you know, I understand, but I I don't think they're going to get anywhere with attacking Trump. I really don't. Uh, But I don't believe Joe Biden, who's the real criminal and or the criminal FBI and Justice Department of today. I don't think they're going anywhere either. Sad, but true. Our prayers are for the Republic. I can tell you that much. Man, uh, uh, there you have it. Two hours of radio, hard hitting talk. We are live six days a week, so we will be live tomorrow, Saturday as well. Be ready for that. I am Sam Bushman. This is Liberty Roundtable. Please donate to our cause. Help us with finances. We need every penny to grow our presence in the media. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word, share the love, tell your neighbor, and we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.